Thanks for tuning in to the Revival Tabernacle Podcast. Wherever you may be listening from, we hope that this message encourages you in the unwavering, unconditional love of Jesus Christ. Join us as we reach sinners, raise believers, and release leaders. Please enjoy the message from the RT Pulpit. This is Pastor Eli Harrell, and I just want to give you a brief warning that this is not our normal podcast. We believe in being led by the Holy Spirit. And even though this is not our normal podcast, we pray that you would still be blessed and that you would get a glimpse of the God experience that took place in our service this past Sunday. Let me share with you a passage of scripture located in 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verses 11 through 14. And it came to pass when the priests came out of the most holy place, for all the priests who were present had sanctified themselves without keeping to their divisions. And the Levites, who were the singers, all of those of Asaph and Haman and Jeduthun, with their sons and their brethren, stood at the east end of the altar, clothed in white linen, having cymbals, string instruments, and harps, and with them 120 priests sounding trumpets. Indeed, it came to pass, when the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord, was filled with a cloud, so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Truly, this is the experience that took place in our service this past Sunday. Be blessed. Say, neighbor, after all I've been through, just this week, <laughs> see, y'all do it yourself every time. Look at, look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor. After all I've been through, just this week, I thank God. Come on, tell him I really thank God. Because that I still have my joy. Is there anybody in here that still got that joy today? Oh, is there anybody in here that knows the joy? thought he had me but I got away because because I found out there was victory in Jesus anybody know that when you call on the name of Jesus he will come and see about you and he will bring you victory he will bring you salvation he will bring you deliverance he will bring you out Hold on his name. 
this week I had to call on them because Tuesday they were saying some not so good news about my father and they were questioning whether or not he was going to even make it through the week but we kept calling on the name of Jesus kept calling on the name of Jesus, I witnessed something that I'd never witnessed before. I witnessed what the Bible talks about as, 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 as God began to confound even the doctors. Me and my brother were in the room on, on Wednesday, no Thursday, Thursday or Friday, and the, and the doctor came into the room and she began talking with the other doctor and said, do you see what he's doing today? And she began saying that when I was in here earlier, he was tracking me. I was a little confused as to what they was talking about. So then I said, well, what does that mean? She says, he did something that he's never done before. And, and, and they were standing on one side of the bed and they called his name and my dad was looking right at them. And then they walked around to the other side of the bed and they called his name and my father, who had never done this before since December 6th when this whole ordeal happened, turned his head and began to look at them. And then if, as if that wasn't enough, the respiratory nurse began to ask him questions. And as she was washing out his mouth, she says, come on, David, I need you to open up your mouth. All of a sudden, my dad, upon command, opened up his mouth. And then if that wasn't enough, they began doing some more lab reports and all the kidney numbers began that were going in the opposite, in the wrong direction, started going back down in the right direction. Potassium levels started going back down in the right direction. All because we started calling on the name of Jesus. And then if that wasn't enough, they started asking him questions and he started responding and shaking his head yes or shaking his head no. But then to put the cherry on top, Sister Duana, we were in the room last night me and my family were there, my brother and his family were there, and then my mom came in, and my mom went over to the bed. And she said, David, how you doing, honey? And she leaned down to give him a kiss, as she always had done. But this time, he puckered his lips back. And I'm looking at her, I said, I said, I said, did he just kiss you back? And she said, I thought it, but I didn't want to seem like I was just seeing things. I said, mama, kiss him again. She kissed him again and he kissed her back again. 
let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I don't care what it is that you're facing. I don't care what it is that you're going through. You can't look at the circumstances because the thing that I've seen are temporary, meaning they are subject to change. Do I have anybody in this place that's facing some things that don't look so good right now? But I guarantee you, if you just call on the name of Jesus, don't look at the circumstances because the things that I've seen are subject to change. I feel like preaching things. Man, give me some more volume. I said the things that I've seen are subject to change. So if it's not looking so good right now, I dare you just to call on the name of, come on, somebody just shout, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, one more time, shout Jesus, Jesus. You might have some unsaved family members, some unsaved children. Let me tell you something. Don't look at the circumstances because the things that are seen are subject to change. All you have to do is continue to call on the name Jesus. And I David declared, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor ain't seed beg for bread. When you call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. That's why I can say he's more than wonderful, more than marvelous, more than miraculous. And you know what the Lord had to teach me? Because I was getting excited because God was doing some things. But God reminded him, he said, you asked me, didn't you? And so our, our response should not be that of being shocked. See, being shocked is different from being thankful. See, when I'm shocked, I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. But when I'm thankful, I'm saying, God, I thank you for hearing my cry and answering me just when I needed you. So we are a thankful people today. Come on, lift those hands up right in the sanctuary. Come on, lift those hands up. Lift those hands. Lift those hands. Because I believe there are people in this place. There are, because the expectation is in the room. Faith, faith of expectation is in the room. I believe there are people in this place that you stand today in need of something. You stand today in need of a miracle. You stand today in need of a blessing. You stand today in need of deliverance. You stand today in need of a breakthrough. Let me tell you something. God is here to meet your need. We've been on the prayer line 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. every single day, and God has continued to meet us every single time. We've We've heard people get sick on the prayer line, and then we heard them come back on the prayer line well. 
All because we know we serve a God that is able. So come on, lift those hands, lift those hands. And whatever it is, whatever it is that you stand in need of, whatever it is you stand in need of, begin to just talk to your Father. See, here's the thing. Your Heavenly Father already knows what you stand in need of. But He put laws in the earth and He says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open. He, without faith it is impossible to please Him. But when you stand and you begin to activate your faith, you begin to let God know, God, God, I'm coming to you because I believe that you are. What do you believe that he is? Whatever it is that you need him to be. And that you are a reward to them that diligently seek you. Maybe you've been coming, you've been asking, you've been seeking, you've been knocking for a long time. God says, keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Because he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. The moment you're getting ready to turn around and throw in the towel, you were just that close to your breakthrough. Hands lifted all over the sanctuary. Come on, whatever it is that you stand in need of, begin to tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Come on, come on, come on. Make it real personal, even in the corporate setting. Begin to talk to the Father, talk to him, talk to him today. God, deliver me from this relationship. God, deliver me from this financial burden. God, deliver me from uh, 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 doing things on my own. God, deliver me from this, this sin or this besetting weight that continues to hold me back. God, deliver me. Whatever it is you need. Whatever it is you need, all you have to do is believe. And not doubting, and you shall have whatsoever you say. He will always come through. And open up your mouth and say, God, I choose to believe. Come on, say it again. Say, God, I choose to believe. Come on, one more time. Say, God, I choose to believe. Now come on and put those hands together and give God some praise right where you are. trying to move on, but there's, there's just something about this moment. God wants to do something for someone in this moment. So I want to be sensitive to what the Spirit of the Lord is, is saying and what He's doing even in this moment. Somebody needs something from God. They, they can't leave out the door the way they came. And they need God to move, to move to move. I don't know who I'm talking to, but come on, Revival, let's be a church family. Just lay, come on, lay your hand on the, on the shoulder of someone next to you. You don't have to know what it is that they're going through, but your hand is going to signify that 
that not only are you with them, but that God is with them even right now and begin praying, begin praying, begin praying. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name, O oh God. Hold on, my brother. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, my brother. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You thought you came here because it was the right thing to do on a Sunday morning, but God himself sent you here because you had a divine appointment that you didn't know about. God is coming to see about you. He sent, me, he sent you here to let you know that he is coming to see about you. He has not forgotten your prayer. He has not forgotten your request. He is coming to make every crooked place straight in your life. He is coming to see about you. And whatever's wrong, as long as you give it over to him, he will make it right. Hallelujah. He will make it right. He will make it right. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm. Woman, God has seen every tear, every tear, every degrading moment, God was aware of it. Every moment of disrespect, God was absolutely attentive and God is saying that even in your moment of weakness his strength is going to be made perfect for you he has bottled up every tear and he has not forgotten God is coming to see about you he's coming to see about you and your household and everything every place where there's a gap God is getting ready to fill it every place where there's a void God is getting ready to fill that void in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, widow, single mom, God is getting ready to fill that void. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. to Jesus. Turn it over to Jesus. Come on, come on, just turn it over to him. Turn it over to him. Turn it over to him. Don't carry it any longer. Just turn it over to him. 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 I hear the Lord saying, cast, 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 cast. Cast it, cast it, cast it. Cast your care upon him. Cast your care upon him. He cares for you. He cares for you. I want you to know that Jesus is near. 
He said he is near to the brokenhearted. So if you've been hurt, if you've been discouraged, let me tell you something, he's right there with you. Lean on him, lean on him. He's near and he's near to comfort and to cheer. a helping hand will enable you to stand hallelujah come on the presence of the Lord is in this place the presence of the Lord is in this place I would that you not that you not just sit or stand idly by but whatever it is you need reach out and grab it by faith today by faith today Whatever it is you stand in need of, you can receive it today in his presence. In his presence is the fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. God wants to restore today. God wants to restore today. He wants to heal marriages today. He wants to heal relationships between parents and children. God is restoring today. Hallelujah. And he's going to do it like only he can, like only he can, like only he can. Because when God puts his hand on it, it can't go back the way it was. He's coming to make us completely whole, completely whole, completely whole, completely whole, completely whole. Well, God, I still have questions. That's all right. God, I, I still don't understand. That's all right. I can't make sense of what happened. That's all right. He may not answer your question, but he will answer you. And the answer that he will give to you is more of him. Hallelujah. More of him, more of him. More of him. And all you have to do is receive it today. Whether you know it or not, that's exactly what you need. It's more of him. More of him. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. Oh God, oh God. 
and you're desperate for the Lord and you just want a feeling or a touch from him, come on and make your way to this altar. Kneel before the Lord today. Hallelujah. Oh, this altar is open. The sanctuary is open. Just become. If you want a fresh touch for your marriage, you want a fresh touch for your family, you and your children, just come, come, come. God is, God is sending a refreshing. God is sending a refreshing in this place. Therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that in the time of refreshing so that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord whether you are aware of it or not this is the time of refreshing we have spent all month long lamenting and praying and repenting before the Lord, asking God to purge us with hyssop that we might be clean, to wash us that we may be whiter than snow, to create in us a clean heart, to renew a right spirit within us. And so he decided this day, this day, this day, reward his people with the time of refreshing and so we lift our hands before him come on wherever you are just lift those hands whether you're standing or kneeling or sitting just lift your hands in the presence of the Lord oh God maybe you're here today just some things that you need to get right, that you need God to get right in your home. God is here to meet you now. He's here to meet you now. God, we thank you. We thank you for hearing the hearts of your people. Well, Lord God, our hearts are crying out for more of you. Oh God, our days and our thoughts have been consumed with stress. 
consumed with worry, with fear, with doubt, with frustration. And God, our true heart's desire is to be consumed with you. Oh God, forgive us for allowing the cares of this world to overwhelm us. But God, we want to be overwhelmed with your love, overwhelmed with your glory, consumed with your presence, Jesus. So now, Lord, we lay aside those worries. We lay aside the things that keep us up at night, the things that are on the forefront of our minds when we wake up. We lay aside the hurt. We lay aside the frustration, the worry. We lay aside all of these unknowns that consume us, God. We lay it at your feet. We lay aside every sin, oh God, everything that would entangle us, everything that's keeping us from being consumed with you. We lay it at the altar today, God. Your word is so true that if we cast our cares upon you, oh Lord God. Oh Lord, you said to cast your cares upon you because you care for us. And if we cast it upon you, give us the peace that surpasses all understanding. So Lord, we cast every burden, every worry, every doubt, every fear. Emptying ourselves, oh God, of all of that stress. So that we have room to be filled with more of you more of you Jesus more of your glory more of your presence more of your peace oh Lord father we thank you we thank you that today you have orchestrated and ordained this moment hallelujah for us to have a true encounter a true transformation with you oh Lord thank you father thank you Lord thank you Lord because some of us came here burdened. Some of us came here confused. We came with questions. We came with doubts. And God, I thank you that you welcome those doubts. You welcome those fears. And you invite us to trust in you. You invite us to have a renewed mind. So God, we receive that renewing even now. We receive that refreshing. We receive more of you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're free to worship you, God. No longer bound with stress. No longer bound with the cares of this world, God. We're free to worship you. Our, our arms are free to lift up your name, Lord God. We're free to glorify you. We're free to lift you up, Jesus. Because we're not burdened with the cares of this world, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Be glorified, God. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. We're free to worship you, Jesus. We're just here to worship you, to acknowledge your goodness, acknowledge, hallelujah, that you are the Lord over our lives. Hallelujah. We acknowledge that you are Lord. More than Savior, you are Lord. We dethrone ourselves. We dethrone those things that we have put before you. And God, we acknowledge that you are Lord. Lord over our lives. We yield ourselves wholly over to you, Jesus. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. 
sins. I have not accepted Jesus into my heart. Something pierced my heart last week. One of our dear brothers here after the service began to quote from the scripture that says, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? If you're in this place today, I, I want you to know that God has laid a very plain, 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 plain plan for salvation. The roadmap for salvation is very simple. And I'm going to read to you from the Bible. In the book of Romans, chapter 10, starting at verse 9 and it says this that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus because I believe there are those in this place that are longing for salvation longing for God to save their soul because they are they want to be saved from their sin. They want to be saved from the, the uh, hell. They want to be saved from future destruction. Let me just make it very, very clean and plain for you. The Bible says, Romans 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. I don't want you to get this thing confused because when you come to Jesus for the first time and you give him your heart, there is no need for you to confess all the things that you've done. No, 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 no. He says, just confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. All right? Does everybody understand that? that? That's all we're confessing. When you are not born again, when you are not saved, when you don't uh, belong to the household of faith, all you're doing, this is very simple because, because I want to debunk the myths. I want to demystify this. All you have to do, first step, Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. What does that mean? Saying he is Lord. I give him my heart because he is the creator of my heart. He is he's the owner of us two times over. He created us 
And then when we walked away from him, he purchased us. He's the creator of our lives. But then he went back and purchased our lives back. So all you have to do, number one, confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Why is this important? Because in that day, in that day, because of the Roman Empire, they began to declare that Caesar was Lord. When they would greet people in the street, Caesar is Lord, Caesar is Lord. He came back and he says, in order, if you want to be saved, here's what you got to do. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Not Caesar, not any government. The, the Bible says that, or the book of Isaiah says, Isaiah begins to declare this, and the government should be upon his shoulders. Not the other way around. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And here's, a, here's part two. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. So let me tell you why this is so key. Because your heart can believe a lot of things. Your heart tends to believe a whole lot of things. But he says that you have had to believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And the redemptive work that he did for you, for us, for me, for you, for him, for her, on the cross is a finished work and it's for everyone. It's for everyone. Brother, Jesus died for your sins. But he didn't just die and stay dead. He rose, God rose him up. God raised him from the dead. And it says, thou will, you will be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto the salvation. And let me read verse 11 for you because I think a lot of times we miss this. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Why is that so important? This is why it's so important. It's because after you get saved, after you receive Christ into your heart, no, things aren't, you're not going to live this, this magical, perfect life. The Bible says that all have sinned and have what? Fallen short of the glory of God. But he's, he, he is, he is, he's already in the salvation plan, provided a way for us to stay in right standing with him. You know what that plan is? We've been talking about this for the last two weeks. If you, conf if you confess unto him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our, our unrighteousness. So if you're in this place today, and you can say, Pastor Devin, I've never accepted Christ into my heart. I've never received him as my Lord and Savior. 
I want to offer Christ to you today. If you're in this place and you say, I'm not saved, I have not given my heart to him, just simply lift your hand right where you stand or right where you sit. Well, how do I know, you know, I miss New Year's Eve, I miss New Year's Day. Uh, How how do I know this is a good day for me to do this? Let me tell you something. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. So today is a good day. If I was talking to you on a Monday, that day would be a good day. Today is the day of salvation. He says, the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. We offer Christ to you. Is there anyone in this place that can say you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart and you want to, you want to be saved? You're ready to confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and you're, you're ready to believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. If you're in this place, just simply lift your hand. Nothing to be ashamed of. For he says, for whoever believes in me, will not be put to shame. Amen. Are we all in the household of faith? Come on and put those hands together and give God praise. Our community at Revival Tabernacle aims to reach our city and beyond with the life-changing message of Jesus. Thank you for your support. If you want to further connect with us, you can find us online at www.revivaltab.org.